You may be seated. We are just continuing. That's the way the church is. The vine has been split and limbs have been grafted in. They have grafted in Baptist limbs. Methodist limbs, Presbyterian limbs, and Pentecostal limbs. And those limbs are bearing Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, and Presbyterian fruit, denominational seeds, from which they produce their fruit. And if the vine ever brings forth another branch that branch will be exactly like the vine itself. It will be the same kind of branch that was brought forth at Pentecost. Do you realize this is a promise? If it ever Meaning it was gone too. And he said, it will. This is the prophecy. And now that's 50 years ago. That's 50 years ago. And where are we now? Are we that branch? That means we must receive the same Holy Spirit. Baptize in the same way. And then we shall bear same fruit. Amen. It will be the same kind of a branch that was brought forth at Pentecost. It will speak in tongues. Prophesy. And how the power and signs of the resurrected Jesus Christ. Why? Because it's thriving on the natural resources of the vine itself. Yeah, it will have tongues. Huh? Prophecies. Interpretations of tongues. Oh, God, help us. God, give it to us. That should be our prayer. I'm believing God for a church here. Where is Brother Talent? Maybe he has gone to get something to. Uh, he told me of a dream he had. Of a condition of this church. In future. How God will be operating here. And I said, God, help us to reach that. Help us to reach that. Amen. Uh, God help us to have that. How the gifts were operating. How the manifestations and things and things. May the Lord help us to reach there. And I believe we will reach there. Amen.
You know, Brother Abraham always said, I long to see a church that is full of God that sin cannot hide there. He said, even an evil thought it will make you run to the altar and put it right. You'll wait for your neighbor at the door to repent of what you thought or you talked about him. Because the Holy Spirit is going to reveal it. If you don't, that is the church. God give us, that is how the original was. And that's how it's going to be. Amen. Amen. That's how it must be. That is the church that is promised. That is the original branch again. Hallelujah. In the course of the week, I had things that, that sickened my heart. Said, God help us. I was called by a brother here, a pastor here in Kampala. And he was asking me of a pastor's name in Nakuru. And uh, I didn't know the pastor's name, so I tried to ask Pastor Gwandaru. He told me, and then as I called this pastor and asked him, exactly what's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the reason? He said, in my church, I have a young man. This young man begins chatting on the social network Facebook, with a girl in, an, in, in some church in Nakuru. Then the girl is a working girl. She has money. The boy is not working. Uh, the girl sponsors the boy to go there to visit their home. And right in their home, they commit fornication. You see? Facebook. Facebook. And then the, the girl has uh, even refused to tell the boy the pastor's name and the contact. And the girl is a Sunday school teacher in that church. And uh, uh, and the, the, they made uh, they made vows and engagement on through Facebook. Then as I uh, was discussing with another pastor in Kenya about that, he told me that's what is happening about the youth. It's very sickening. He told me so and so impregnated the daughter of so and so. People I know very well. Then he told me of another church in Nairobi. In Nairobi. That uh, youth, they go in those gangs, those rackets that uh, have always had a problem. About. And they go in, racket, in uh, those rackets and, and they go to some places and, and they do group fornication. Group fornication. Message. 
believers. Message. So rotten like Sodom itself. That's what is happening among churches. In Kenya, it's Kenya, terrible. I feel it's terrible, actually. I believe even here, a lot of things are happening. And I believe this church may not be immune. But Kenya is quite advanced. Even among our circles in Kenya. It's advanced. But that group that does that is not in our church. But still even our circles. I've had cases and cases and cases among the youth. It is becoming a cesspool. Now. If that can happen in a message, who shall save us? Revival. Gifts of the Holy Spirit. The early church was not like that. We cannot claim that we are that vine that has come forth when such kind of things can be done in our maze. And they remain, they are done and they remain hidden. Yeah, that uh, young man that was told who impregnated a certain <inaudible> brother's daughter. This is, a, this, uh, this is a very good family. But now their daughter was impregnated by that young man. And then, and then they, they aborted. Cesspool. Terrible. If such kind of evil, filthy things can it is a sign of an acre board. The glory of God is departed. But that church, a prophet said, and some of those churches, there are people who don't believe gifts. They say they are Pentecostal. That is Pentecostalism. But the prophet said they will clean the church. He said a church where sin cannot hide. Sin cannot hide. The spirit of God will call it out. Even a thought. He will call it out. That cleans the church. Amen. Yeah. It will speak in tongues. Prophesy. And have the power and signs of the resurrected 
Jesus Christ in it. You see, there is no, I've not read any promise where it says it will be a very big church, no. It may be big, it may be small. But actually it says there will be some small, small groups. But that don't mean, no. that, don't mean that we aim to small, no. We preach to as many as God can add to us. The church in Jerusalem was big, no problem. But it was also quality. But the point of it is not the size. It may be a church of 20 people. But in this quality. And have the power and signs of the resurrection of Jesus Christ in it. Why? Because it is thriving on the natural resources of the vine itself. You see? It wasn't grafted into the vine. It was born in the vine. When those other branches were grafted in, all they could do was bear their own fruit. For they were not born of, the, of that vine. They don't know about that original life. And original fruit. They cannot know for they were not but if they had been born of it, that same life that was in the original stem, Jesus, would have come through them and manifesting through them. John 14, 12, verse 13, verse 13, because it is born by the vine. Let me ask you. Did the early church, the first church, the book of Acts church, did it look exactly like Jesus? Huh? When you looked at them, did you see Jesus? In every aspect. Until people call them Christians. People who didn't know them. They looked at their behavior. Their character, and they said they are Christ. They did miracles like him. Yeah, they, 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 they were undefeatable like he was. They had the character of his. Every aspect. Amen. They were like. Christ. Oh, God give us such a charge before the coming of the Lord. Before the church is ruptured. Give us such a church in Kampala. Give us such a church in Balala. In Masaka. I pray that every city of this country will have such a church. Hallelujah. Ah, uh, sometimes we make a lot of arguments. Which should not be. 
with the ministers and ministers. Let us concentrate each one on his vision. Finally, there is going to be manifestation. The true seed will always bring forth its kind. And God will show who are his seed. Amen. Amen. You are, yeah, was born in the vine. When those other branches were grafted in, all the way the Kudu was to bear their own fruit. To bear their own fruit. For they were not born of that vine. They don't know about that original life. Original fruit. They cannot know for they were not born of it. Amen. Now, denominations which are man-directed cannot be born of God. For it is the spirit, not man that gives light. How thrilling it is to think of those seven lambs drawing life and light from the resources of that main bowel because they had their weeks dipped their rain. Amen. How many know what a, a, a candle is? A, a lamp. No, no, no. Yeah, there is that this small butadoba. Yeah. It has a wick. And the wick goes down into the oil. And the, the wick lights. Because of the oil that keeps drawing. So when you see burning, if you told it, oh, you, oh, you can burn. If it could talk, it would tell you. No, it's not me. But the fuel that, uh, that is drawn. My only way, I only have an ability of drawing. Now, that is a believer. You, bright, you, 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 you shine the light. By the life you are drawing from Christ. Amen! No wonder the works that I do, you shall do also. Are you like that? Are you, your candle burning by the fire of the Holy Spirit that you are dipped into and you're drawing all the time? Amen! I pray this church is like that. Amen. That's, there is a life that always you are, it's burning. Brightly burning. Because you are, your week is deep. Hallelujah. Mm. But you know, uh, a candle can get dry. No, I'm talking about those kind of candles. Lamps. 
it, if the oil gets dry, then it can no longer burn. It needs a refilling. So, the more you pray, the more you read God is word. Remember, this uh, was being filled by the two trees on the side. That kept pouring into it. Amen. So even you, you should have a refilling all the time from the word of God. All a new testament. Read the word of God. God and pray every day. Pray every day. Read the word of God and pray every day. If you want to grow, the more you read the word, the more you pray, then you are getting a gleaning of the anointing into your bowel. How thrilling it is to think of those seven lamps drawing from the resources. Amen. Not only can we speak thus of the messengers, but every true believer Okay, let me begin here. His life is the uh, how okay okay uh, how thrilling is it to think of those seven lamps drawing life and light from the resources of that main bow mm. because they are their weeks deep into into their rain. Deep to their rain. Each church age messenger is this depicted here. His life is on fire with the Holy Ghost. His weak life, in bracket life, has been immersed in Christ. Through that week, he is drawing the very life of Christ. And by it gives out light to the church. What kind of light is he giving? The very same light that was in the first lamp that was late. Amen. And right on down the ages to the present time of the last day messenger, the same life and the same light is manifested by a life that is hid with Christ in God. So, if people tell you, you know Brother Bram taught, and the things they are telling you he taught, are not compatible with the Bible. You know they misunderstood him. Because he could not teach things that are contrary to the Bible. How could he teach a man can put away his wife and marry another for It's not possible. 
As you as mice understood him. The very book where they say he said those words. In the last pages. He said how it hurts me. To see my friends. Seated here. My very dear ones. In the same house. Married more than twice. Thrice. Men and even women. Even my very son. Billy Paul. If Billy Paul was an, an indebtedness. For breaking that vow and marrying another wife. When it was only a vow. Then how about. What does he put him in the category. That when he asked for grace at the mountain. When God told him. This only, only for those people who follow this message. Only for your followers. Those who did that, they are forgiven. But never to do such a thing again. All their children. And Billy Paul is a part of them. Then how? Can he again, how can you use the same book again to show that he loved that he, he meant a man can a woman can, can. A man, a man, a man can. can I know he said a man can a woman but over what point a man can put away his wife and another a woman cannot put away his husband for no reason. But a man has a reason where he can put away his wife. Not all reasons, but a woman has zero reason. A man can put away his wife for the cause of fornication. But a woman cannot put away her husband for any condition. So that is where a man can but not for any disagreement. If it meant any disagreement well when you're tired of your wife and you want a new one you can provoke a situation. Yeah, you start, there is a way you can start mistreating her. And when you, uh, when you do, she will react. Because like begets like. Deep calls to the deep. Don't think you can mistreat your wife. And she will be good all the time. It takes a lot of grace. And you, you, you can overcome that condition. You know when he denies you. In bed. Why has he denied you to begin with? 
Is it, has he denied you forever and every, every time or a certain time she has denied you? You mean you will pinch her and, uh, and spit on her and still she will not deny you? So someone said, if she denies you, then you can put her no, 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 there is nothing like that. But if it's just there, you can put away your wife any time and marry another because of, of disagreement. Then you get tired of her, you want a new one, then you, you provoke a situation. And then she also reacts. And her reaction is taken for an excuse to put her away and you marry another. But no, it's not like that. This precious clean message could not have come to mean such a kind of to encourage evil. To encourage the last because it's very easy for a man to look around in church and he looks at his wife his wife is getting old and he's seeing some nice beautiful ones young ones and then he's, he provokes a situation and then he marries another because of a last that is disturbing him this message would be an encouragement to sin if it meant that. And those people who believe that kind of false, you know, what can I call it? Heresy. They've done unthinkable evils between the girl, the men in the church and the girls unthinkable. And they are excusing the, the, the hiding those evils behind the quotes. A man can and woman can't. I told you I met such a group in, uh, in Kabbalah. They fellowship with some, some preacher in German. They take him, they take him to be like the one brother, the prophet left behind. That is Catholicism. There is no such succession of apostolic succession. The the when he lives another one behind. No, 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 no. Jesus left to the Holy Ghost. Every messenger leaves the Holy Ghost. Not a successor. Not a human being. Amen. God has one messenger for a whole age. Then the Holy Ghost. Amen. And now this one man, one time he, he divorces with his wife. What did he divorce? The man falls with a secretary. The woman leaves. And then you have a right now to remarry. And still you have a message covering you. You know, it's high time to rebuke that kind of sin. Lest, lest they ever influence anyone. You find them somewhere and they influence you. That's wrong. 
You know, if she's the one who has left you, why has she left you? You committed adultery. Why, when you wedlocking them on the pulpit, why is the vow the same when they are wedlocking? The woman said, I'll forsake others and then a man would have a different design of an oath. He will not say, I'll forsake all others and cleave to the only. And the marriage oath we have, we get it from the message of the age. Will you forsake all others and cleave to her only as long as you both live? You say yes. A man does that and a woman does the same. Meaning you it equally binds you. And then tomorrow, you start committing adultery because you are a man. You want to prove you are a bull of the whole crowd. And he, she leaves you. It's unfortunate if she leaves you. I pray. I pray she, she forgives you. But if she's so hurt and offended beyond what she can tolerate, I don't think we should force her. And if she leaves you, if you want to remain a believer, you remain single. And she remains single until you reconcile. If you don't reconcile, you remain until you die. All until she dies. And make sure you don't kill her. And you don't bewitch her. <laughs> that she dies first so that you can be free. If you do, after all, you will not go to heaven. That is the word. The word is there to protect the cleanness, the decence. Amen. Amen. He cannot be a true messenger. And then he is putting loopholes that are allowing lust to have its way. Amen. So, I'm getting that from this point. Every true messenger up to the, even the last one he drinks from the same barrel. He picks the fire from the first fire. He doesn't his own new he doesn't have his own new things. Not new things. You ask me, what about the thunders? What about the seals? Those are not new things. No. He's revealing the very things that are in the Bible. They are only hid there. He reveals what is hidden there. He's not bringing any new thing. Amen. Whatever revelation.
person how high and how super nothing new the messenger did not come to bring anything new but to reveal he said the messenger of Malachi found to do two things one he will turn the hearts of the children to the Pentecostal fathers what is that there is some common faith that the original fathers had. And then the church fell away from it. He takes the church back to that. Baptism in Jesus' name. Godhead. We may not pray. This and that. The baptism of the Holy Spirit as it was. That was his, one of his mission. To, to reveal the mysteries of the seventh thunder. Amen. Which are the mysteries contained in the seven cells? So that is something, it is a progressive revelation. Now the apostles did not have that. And they didn't need it in their time. But every new when every messenger would come, even in the Old Testament, he did not bring a new thing, but he could have more than what has been there. But same that's why it is the Bible is written in the space of thousands of years no prophet contradicted with the other so the apostle didn't go into revealing those mysteries but still it is their age that put those mysteries there then our age comes to reveal them you see that is not something new you're not adding something new it's the same thing amen hallelujah every man not, not only no, you see the messenger drinks from the same huh? not only can we speak of that can we speak thus of the messengers? But every true believer is dramatically depicted here. They are all drawing from the same source. They have all been dipped into the same bowel. They are all dead to themselves and their lives are hid in Christ in God. They are sealed by the Holy Spirit. You see, a Christianity is not good manners. No. You know, Christianity is a life of Jesus Christ that bears the good fruits. There are people who are naturally good. You can think they don't need even to get served. They are naturally good. They are good upbringing. They are kind. They are, you know, the, 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 they, are, they can help. The 
They can never quarrel. They are careful. They can live chest lives. Their communities I know. Their communities I know. They train them from childhood to be good. That one, you cannot do that. You 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 are not you are special. You, you you are not like other people. You can't speak like that. You can't answer answer and they respect themselves. It's very common to find virgins virgin girls among them. And because just of a culture good that does not make them go to heaven. That is not what God is looking at. It doesn't give them even a slight point before God. They are still sinners. They need a savior. Christianity is to have a life. Amen. If you are living clean life, you are cleaning, you are living clean because of the life that you are drawing from. The life of God. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. Do you see that boy Chinene? He's one of them. He's naturally good. Murunji. I believe it's not because of Christianity. Though Christianity may be added. But Kinene is naturally good. I don't know whether you can even kill a, a mosquito. Good. Murunji. But that's natural goodness. I don't I've never had Kinene quarrel. And I've lived with him. All speak a bad word. All that is disturbed. So he's angry. No, good. The boy is good. But that goodness is good. It's good. And we should try even to raise our children good. But that goodness is just natural goodness. That is not If you only have that, and you are not dipped into the oil, and the, you are anointed by the Spirit of God, and where you are kind or good, or temperance, or with long-suffering, you are having it because of the life that influences you. The life, the fire of God, God. you're full of joy and peace and love burning in your heart by the Holy Ghost. And that gives you that goodness. You see the two kind of, kinds of goodness. You may be the worst man. Most not. But 
the more that anointing is in you it has taken over your life without that anointing you would be anything but anointing keeps you leave the word you can turn another cheek when you are the mo- you are the you, you are the most faithful person by the nature you are by, 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 by the way you by the natural birth look at brother branham brother branham he wasn't that good no he was naturally not good his family where he was born. Drunkards. And he, you know, he was a, a, a high short-tempered. Remember when boys got him and beat him. And then he begged them. Please allow me. If you release me, I will just run home. And I will never do it again. They think now the boy in Tianoze, Kumbia is picking it out of him. He's, he's tricking them. But he feels like killing all of them. But the best way of killing them is if I can reach home. Then he reaches home. He comes with a rifle. He hides in a bush. And as they come, he jumps, steps in the road. They all begin trembling. He says, uh-huh. Now tell me, who wants to die first so that he does not see his friends die. Volunteer. Wewe yo. Because it's a must. You are all going to die. <laughs> then they start running. Then he start aiming. Two. Two. And bullets are just passing through the nose and falling, falling down. Falling down. Falling down. And after all of 16 bullets, we are all on the ground. Nothing went out. And then hysterically, hysterically starts crying with anger like, like a fool, blessing because he has not killed them. After that, he puts back the gun the bullets. He shoots all of them is such a man good? No. But now, when he got the Holy Ghost, he was the most innocent man. By provoking him, treat him any way you want. Why? The life from the bowel. 
the life where his week is dipped. And that is a supernatural life. It's not natural. And when that life is in you, it does not just give you the goodness, not only the goodness. No, but even the supernatural manifestation. Hallelujah. So not only the messengers, every true believer. Hallelujah. Grieve not the spirit of God where we are sealed No man can pluck them out of his hand. Their lives cannot be tampered with. The visible life is burning and shining, living light and manifestations of the Holy Ghost. The inner invisible life is hidden in God and faith, but the Lord is where. Satan cannot touch them. Not even death can touch them. For death has lost its sting. The grave has lost its victory. Thanks be to, unto God. They have this victory in and through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. amen. Oh, blessed be the name of Amen. Talking about people who would be very evil. Um, I'm number one. There is no person here who would be so evil. Like me. But the little that I am is by the grace of God. Amen. That one I know very well. I was and I would be very evil. But grace of God has made me what I am. I'm not best, although I'm not at my best. But I pray God continue to help me and to kill the old nature completely until I'm what he wants me to Amen. You see now, uh, Revelation 1.13 says, and in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, closed with a garment, drawn to the foot, and got about the pups with a golden girdle. There he stands. We are emily day. One like unto the Son of Man. As the jewel is beautiful, beautified by the mounting of the ring. As the jewel. 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 Is beautified by the mounting of the ring. So he is glorified in the midst of the churches. It is the Lord's day. For John sees him standing not as a priest, but as the coming judge. The golden girdle is no longer got around the waist where. 
The priest must wear it. As he ministers to God in the holiest place. But is now around his shoulders. For he is not now the priest. But the judge. Amen. It was got about his purpose. Not in the way. Amen. Because now he is not in the priestly office. Not in the intercession office. He is seeing him as he is coming. A judge. Oh blessed be the name of the Lord. You know when God will change his. You know. His office. Today he is your savior. Tomorrow he is your judge. It will be terrible. Amen. One time he is a priest. Another time he is judge. It will be terrible. You don't want to face him. But you want to be on his side at Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, has John 5.22 come to pass? Has John 5.22 come to pass? Yokana tana bilimbili ya tukirira. For the Father judges no man. But he has committed all judgment unto the Son. His service has been rendered. The priesthood is over. The, di- the days of the prophecy are finished. He stands gutted as the judge. Amen. You know, John was in the spirit. And he was saying what the future is going to be. Revelation 1, 14 to 16. His head and his hairs were white like wool. As white as snow. His eyes were a flame of fire. And his feet like unto the brass. As if they burned it in a furnace. And his voice is the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars. And out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. Continence was as the sun shineth in his strength. How deeply moving and inspiring was the appearing of Jesus to John, who was in exile for the cause of the word. And behold, the living world now stands before him. The living word. What an illuminating vision. For every descriptive attitude has a significance. What a revelation of his glorious being. One. His hair as white as snow. John first noticed and mentions 
the whiteness of his hair. It was white. And as bright as snow. This was not because of his age. Oh no. The brilliantly white hair does yes. not signify age. But experience. Maturity. And wisdom. Abraham said. He used to think. Uh, he was always wondering. Why? Did he appear to John with white hair? And yet he died at the age of 33. One brother who was a, a theologian told him, you know, there he was now in the glorified body. So later on, Brother Branham learned to know that was, that was not true. That was not the reason. Because glorified body does not mean the change of appearance. So it's later on he learned uh, like uh, the judges uh, put on White. It is a sign of wisdom. Maturity. Maturity. Wisdom. Intelligence. The eternal one does not age. What is time to God? Time means little to God. But wisdom, wisdom means much. It is as when Solomon was called to God for wisdom to judge the people of Israel. Now he is coming. The judge of all the earth. He will be crowned with wisdom. He is what the white and glistening hair signifies. See in this Daniel 7, 9 to 14. I, be, I beheld till the thrones were cast down and the ancient of days Deceit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery frame, and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery steam issued and came forth from before him. Fiery stream. 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 Thousand, thousand ministered unto him. And ten thousand, 
10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The judgment was set. And the books were opened. I beheld them. Because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake. And beheld even till the beast was slain. And his body destroyed. And given to the burning flame. And concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken away. Yet their lives were prolonged. For a season and a time. I saw in the night vision. And behold when like the son of man came with the clouds of heaven. And came to the ancient of days. And they brought him near before him. And there was given him dominion. And glory and a kingdom. That all the people nations. And His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and His kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. Amen. There it is. Daniel saw him with that white hair. He was the judge opening the books and judging out of them. Daniel saw him coming in the clouds. That is exactly what John saw. They both saw him exactly the same. They saw the judge with his judgment girdle over his shoulders standing pure and holy full of wisdom fully qualified to judge the world in righteousness. Hallelujah. Even the world understands this symbology. For in ancient times, the judge would appear and convene court dressed in white wig and a long robe that signified his complete authority. Head to foot rope to meet our justice. Amen. Amen. You see Jesus on that day. There is nothing you can hide from him. There's nothing you can tell. You know, I said it this way. But you know, I meant this. No. That's why he has a symbol of all wisdom. Supreme wisdom. So there is nothing you can hide from him. There's nothing you cannot... Uh, uh, you cannot uh, you cannot twist the words to convince him because he knows everything. His eyes as fire. Think of it. Those eyes that were once dimmed with tears. Of sorrow, 
Those eyes that wept with compassion are the grave of Lazarus. Those eyes that saw not the evil of the murderers who hanged him on a cross but in sorrow cried, Father forgive them. Now those eyes are a flame of fire. The eyes of the judge who recompense those who rejected him. Of all the human emotions, he manifested the most when he appeared as the son of man was this one. Emotions Tell me one thing that you can call an emotion. A manifestation of emotions. When you're emotion, what do you do? You shake. <laughs> you cry. You laugh. What is? Huh? You jump up and down. Uh-huh. You dance. Ozina. You can get you, you you can become hysteric. Some people they can get angry. Abantu mo banyika. No mula banga kankana. The lips are a shake. Nanemi mo jinye nyanya nyanya. That's emotional. Being emotional. So many. Binji. But of all human emotions, like crying, uh, like uh, uh, laughing, like a manifestation of anger, and all those, the, the highest that Jesus manifested was weeping. Was weeping. Jesus always had wet eyes. Of compassion and pity. And it's very, it's very common. With anointed people. It's very common. To find a church with wet eyes. When they are in the spirit. Very, very common. Amen. Yeah, crying is one common emotion when the anointing comes on people. And weeping. Amen. It was very common with Jesus. Of all human emotion. But those same eyes saw visions. They look deep within the hearts of men and read their very thoughts and knew all their various ways. Blazing out of mortal eyes was God who cried to those who knew him not for what he was. 
If ye believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sin. If I do not the works of my father, believe me not. But if you do the works of my father, though you believe me not, believe the works. Like Jeremiah of all, he was the weeping prophet. For men received not the word of God and thrust aside the revelation. Those fiery flaming eyes of the judge are even now recording the lives of all flesh. Is all flesh being recorded? Yes. He does not just see the act. He sees even the thought. When the angel brother met Brother Brown in the cave, he told him, tell the people that their thoughts shout louder before God than even their words. Tell them. It's like, let them be careful of what they think. Do you see that uh, you cannot be holy in your own self? You need the spirit of God to think through you to do through you. God does not judge you by what you say and by what you do. He judges you by what you think because he knows your thoughts. He penetrates beyond the veil of the flesh and he goes deep deep in your mind. Amen. That's where he judges you from. Your thoughts. Even here just in church here. You have many of you have seen the million times. By the thoughts. Although. Brother Brown said the mind is like a highway. Where vehicles pass. You cannot help it to have a wrong thought. He said they are like a, a garden of uh, wheat. The mind. Birds come and fall there over time. So you cannot help birds falling there. But you won't tolerate them there. You get stones. You chase them even before they, 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 they eat a grain. Some people, they hire workers to just stay there and watch over the garden. To chase So, thoughts will come into your mind. But if you're a believer, every wrong thought that comes, just chase it. Go. 
Oh. Kenda. That's a believer. But thoughts will always come. Even the funniest. But you keep chasing them around. Amen. Those uh, flaming eyes. Made the judgment. The day of mercy is over. Oh, that men might repent and seek his face in righteousness while there is still time that they might make his bosom their pillow and the world dissolves in fire. You see, someone can say, but you said it. And then you deny Oh, I didn't mean it. Ah, make sure you are saying always the truth that is in your mind. Before, before God, God recorded your, your, your mind. Your mind about that case. Amen. He did. There's nothing you can hide from him. But when we confess, Amen. Then we get mercy from God. Hallelujah. The framing words, eyes, are recording every thought, every deed. Oh, blessed be the name of God. And on that day, Everything will be brought to book. You will be brought to book. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother Branham clearly said. When a child is born. Then. Then. There is a system that is set in heaven. That is going to record him. Every, every, every child, every if I said every human being, raise your hand so that you will know you are a human being. Some of you forget. You should not forget. So every human being, when you are born, you. Gwe. A system was sent particularly to record you. And then that system will record the thoughts, the words, the acts, everything. And Brother Rome said, it does not start recording until you are the age of accountability. You see this come here. Come. How old are you? Huh? Whose child is this? Irene? He looks an orchid. How old is he? Four. Now this child. Now you come. How old are you? 
14. Hey. <laughs> now this one is even too big. Oh, you know, <laughs> this one also be a preacher. Then, uh, how about you? You don't know. You are six. Come. Come. Uh, who is seven? Who is seven? Who is eight? Who is L? Seth, are you eight? You are eight. Come. Now, these two, these two, uh, God does not account them. I believe. This one, this one. I read where I cannot call it very But Brother Bram said the age of accountability. The government of Uganda, government ya Uganda, the age of accountability is 18. Uh, Other countries, it is 16. But with God, between 7 and 8. So this one, God does not count him. You said you are what old? This one, God has not no, known. Actually, if he said he wants to be baptized, personally, I will not baptize him. I will know he's just impersonating. He's playing. But now you see this boy here. Before God, this is a, a man. And he's accountable. This boy here, oh, yo. before God, is accountable for what he thinks, what he says, and what he does. If this boy went to be with the Lord, he will face his deeds. On, before God, if they are not taken away by the blood, you can go back and sit. The human conscience at that age, they know what they are doing. When they are doing wrong, they hide. And when they ask, they tell a lie that is so intended to cover their conscience. The other can lie. But even he doesn't know what lying means. But this one will say it to cover the conscience that is biting him. So, at that age, you started being recorded. And then you live a hundred years. Even what you thought at that age is there. Even what you did is there. So when you die, the, the thing gets stopped. The recording. And it is kept in God's store. On the day of judgment. It will be played. 
And all your works will be seen. But Brother Abraham said, when you repent, the blood of God, Jesus Christ. Remember, it records, it records the words, it records the acts. The acts you did in the bush. Acts you did behind the curtains. Acts you did in the night. Acts you did in the day. Acts did behind closed doors. Are all known. Nothing that God did not cut. But when you repent, the blood of Jesus Christ goes to that recorder, erases it, makes it blank, and that is the self-forgetfulness. It will never be remembered. So on that day, the flaming eyes of Jesus, nothing will be hid from them. That's why you must repent. And when you are repenting, be honest. Be sincere. Make sure you're saying the right thing and in the right way for it to meet God's mercy. That's why the Bible says, Blessed is the man whose sins are forgiven. It's a blessing. Blessed is the man whose sins is forgiven and whose iniquities will never be remembered. That's why when you're confessing here, you're being married here. We say, you know, those words seem to be simple, but they are very strong. If either of you knows a just cause, why you would not be lawfully wedded, knowing very well judgment. Many secrets will be disclosed. And knowing that any marriage that is done out, uh, outside God's word their marriage is not lawful. Do you confess it now? It is not just a formality. Because I've never seen one coming up and say, ah, I'm confessing. I've not seen it. But for them, we are just going through a traditional. No, it is not. On the door of judgment, God's secrets, all secrets of heart will be disclosed. And there is no sin that will go unpunished. Whether it's in the believer or in the sinner, there is no sin. 
Sin has to be punished. There is no sin that will go unpunished. Never. If you repent. Genuinely. You confess your sin. The blood of Jesus. Wipes. But you see it is blood. That blood did not come out just anyhow. It was a divine punishment. Upon Jesus. So that sin is punishment. Met its rebuke. In Christ. That's when when you confess genuinely. You trigger the blood. You attract the blood. To come and wash. Then that blood cannot be triggered by buffet. You're coming to repent. But you are going around things. When you're not confessing genuinely, that blood is not emitted. It is not released. But when God, when that blood, not says, not says contriteness. You regret. You are sorry. And you are turning away. Then that sin is released. I mean that blood is released. And it cleans. Apart from that. Your sin will remain. And if sin, every sin has to be punished. Now or in future. If the blood has not acted. To engulf it. Expect judgment. Subiromusango. One day. Rumo. Because every sin Kubanga Burichibi has to have a severe punishment. Amen. Sin will never escape these flaming eyes. It's either repented. All it will meet. Judgment. Amen. That's why the Bible says if we judge ourselves, we shall not be judged. How do you judge yourself? You honestly, genuinely, sincerely, Judge yourself. Your thinking, your actions, and when you do, you measure judgment. You measure judgment that is that should meet that sin. 
Maybe you say I'm going to stay before God and cry. The whole day and plead for his mercy. That I may regain my relationship with God. And you do that. You don't just lightly. No, not just every confession. No, no, no. Some light joking, you know, simple confessions. That you make while answering a, a WhatsApp. Message. God forgive me. That one there. No. That one does not attract the blood. You see, he he will not be just with the flaming eyes that time. That same eyes, those same eyes that say, why did Sarah laugh? And she laughed in her heart. Those same, they know. They know who is repenting. They know, they know what you mean by what you say. They know who is joking. They know who is serious and, and who is not serious. That's why you repent it today and tomorrow you are back into it. Because you are lightly taking things lightly. They know Amen. So you cannot cheat God. You can cheat a human judge, a human being. But not God. He knows who is contrite. And who has broken spirit. And his feet like unto the Fine brass. As if they burn in a furnace. Brass is noted for its remarkable hardness. There is nothing that is known that can you that you can put with it to tamp. To temper it. <laughs> I believe naughtiness on that day will not pass. Naughtiness. It will not go through. This morning I met a brother. I think he was from buying certain things. He was holding him in a polythene bag. He was putting on a shirt. And I told him, brother, haven't you gone for fellowship? Today there's a person I have to meet. Uh, and you know our church is very far. Uh, a fellowship from YMCA. You know our church is very far. 
I so today I will not go for fellowship naughtiness you know to fear God comes from knowing him if you know God you learn to fear him Katonda God <laughs> You don't act notness before God Katonda God if he decides to do judgment he winks the bible he winks bible but on that day there will not be winking no. every sin every wrong god if he decided to hit sin that's why Isaiah God had to show him the heaven and he showed him the seraphims worshipping his holiness they had covered their eyes that they, they are so evil they reverence him they covered their feet that they are so dirty. He's, he's no worthy to look at their feet. The seraphims. the seraphims have never even got an evil thing. Even the nature of sin is not in them. But they had covered their feet. Our feet are dirty. They step in. They are dirty. The Bible says it's holy. Even the angels are dirty before him. And they started saying he's holy. This man is holy. They just started praising him. When Isaiah saw that, he said, He became desperate. Where will I hide? With these dirty lips. And he was cleaned. There's a man who said, That the schools that pass out preachers, if it were possible, interview pass examination like a pass examination if they would put them above hell for 12 hours and then they release him to go and preach and they'll go to speak about the judgment of God and about the fairy furnace knowing how it burns hallelujah I've seen hypocrisy even among us the preachers. <laughs> and I marvel. Because we play around with God. <laughs> the other day there's a preacher I told. 
he prepared a meeting and he said I was in Kenya he called me and he told me Pastor Swanso are here they've given a, a, a car to Pastor Swanso and they say they go around supporting the work of God but there is someone they are fighting and it seems it's you they are crushing bishops that's what they say now they call me a bishop wherever they go I'm in Kenya someone is calling me these ones have come they are giving out gifts of cars so they are hitting we shall crush any bishop we will break the walls because there are people who are the ministers in western Uganda that we deal so closely with them now that fellowship within between us they call them they call it walls now they use gifts now somehow and I told him my problem with that preacher this is my problem you are a sheep in the church and he committed adultery with it in my church when I wanted to meet him he refused he didn't want to meet me the sheep was stumbled and from that time the sheep discovered it that she's not the only one but it's the same pastor committed adultery with a school girl a believer gave him a child to take him to a, he reached on the way committed fornicated with that girl he, her, he threatened her and they aborted another thing in his church another sister yeah, he, he has been defiling that sister for time. And his sister in law. No mulala. And another one. The ones that we know about in a short period of time. They are like four or five. Now recently the pastor was pretending. You now have to call him in my church. And I befriend him. And I try to help him. You mean, when you hear about adulterers, you just call them to come to your pulpit and that's the way you will help them. Because you've heard that he's giving out cars and motorbikes. The pastor is an adulterer. You know, I have to befriend him so that I can help him. But the judgment of God, wait for it. 
Mulagirira basumba balabono ne fubo nabona baite uwe. Should I direct him to all the few, uh, spoiled pastors that go by his place? So that he can befriend him, uh, them with the friendship, giving them the pulpit. So that he can help them. And you see such hypocrisy. How long? You mean this kind of can be tolerated? Now a person you can deceive a person. In your heart you have a different intention. You are seeking to gain. But you say you know I'm just befriending so that I can help him. No, you cannot hear such kind of filthy about someone and then you are inviting the Pope. That you're seeking to help him. No, he will not do the same to another poor sinner. He does that to a rich sinner. Because the rich comes with gifts. You are looking for his things. What the Bible calls wages of unrighteousness. And by doing that, you are a partaker with a fellow. The way to help him, call him. Ask him those things. Talk to him. Tell him to repent. Not making friendship in the pulpit. But you know, human beings can easily deceive. They hide the right uh, motive. Because they are interested in this or that. But on that day, nothing you can hide. There is no way you will be able to cheat Jesus. That I was intending to make friendship. To help. That's not how you help us. Say then if we do that we have become like Pentecostals where they say you know the way to win the youth and the harlots we have to dress like them so that we can be able to help them and his feet like unto fire fine brass and if they burn in furnace Brass is not for its remarkable hardness. There is nothing that is known that you can put with it to tamper it. To tamper. But this brass that describes his feet is more remarkable yet in that it has stood his feet is his his 
His feet is more remarkable. If you get it, we are talking about the hardness of brass. In comparison with the feet of Jesus, his feet are more remarkable. Meaning in that it has stood the test of the fiery furnace. A test that no other one has gone through. And that is exactly right. For brass signifies divine judgment. A judgment that God decreed and thought to pass. John 3:14 to 19. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. But I have eternal life. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. He that believeth on Him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. And this is condemnation. The light is coming to the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Numbers 21, 8-9. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery furnace, sorry, a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole, and it shall come to pass that everyone that is beaten, when he looketh upon it, shall leave. And Moses made a serpent of brass and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if a serpent had beaten any man when he beheld the serpent of brass he lived. Israel had sin. Sin had to be judged. So God commanded Moses to place a brazen serpent on a pole, and he who looked was saved from the penalty of his sin. The brazen serpent on the pole symbolized the sin from the garden of Eden, where the serpent beguiled Eve, causing her to sin. Brass speaks of judgment as is seen in the brazen altar where the penalty for sin was made in the sacrifice upon the altar. When God judged Israel for her sins in the days of Elijah, he withheld the rain and the 
fiery heavens became as brass. Now in this illustration we see that the serpent upon the pole represents sin already. So it is made of brass. Showing divine judgment had already fallen upon sin. Then whoever looked at the serpent of the pole accepting the significance of it was made whole for this was the work of salvation this was the work this was the work all salvation of the Lord the serpent of the pole is a type of what Jesus came into the earth to accomplish he was made flesh in order to take upon himself the judgment of God for sin. The foundation of the altar of sacrifice was solid brass. Typifying the lamb slain from before the foundation of the world. Judgment had already passed upon him. Whereas yet there were no sinners. Salvation being entire of the Lord. He trod the one presence of the fierceness of the wrath of God alone. His vestures were dyed crimson with his own blood. The fiery furnace of the just judgment and wrath of God was his portion. He suffered the just for the unjust. Thou art worthy, O Lamb of God. For thou hast redeemed us by thine own blood. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes are we healed. The Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. He suffered as no man had ever suffered. Even before the cross, he had shed great drops of sweat like blood from his body. As in the intense agony of the ordeal ahead, the great blood, the very blood separated in his veins. Luke 22, 44. And Luke he prayed more earnest. And sweat was as it were great drops. What a suffering. Before facing the cross, he was already in an intense agony of suffering until 
he was in this condition. Until his tail of blood, he sweat, he sweated blood. But someday those feet of brass will stand upon the earth. And the judge of all the earth he shall be. And with equity and perfection will he judge mankind. And there will be no evading that judgment. No turning of that justice. There will be no tampering of it. He that is just will be and just still. He that is filthy will be filthy still. The unchanging one will not change then. For he never has and never will. Those feet of brass will crush the enemy. They will destroy the Antichrist. The beast and the image and all that is vile in his sight. He would destroy the church system that have taken his name only to corrupt its brilliance and crush them along with the Antichrist. All the wicked, the atheists, the agnostics, the agnostics, the modernists, the liberals, will all be there. Death, hell, and the grave Yes, they will. For when he comes, the books will be opened. That is when even the Lukum church and the foolish virgins will appear. He will separate the sheep from the goats. When he comes, he will take over the kingdom. For it is his. And with him will be the thousand times ten thousand. His bride. Who come to minister to him. Glory all. It is now or never. Repent before it's too late. Wake up from among us the dead. And seek God. To be filled with his spirit. Or oh, you will miss it life. Do it now. While there is still time. It's coming so. It's coming very soon. We We welcome his returning. It will be. It will be night and noon. We know he's coming soon. There is a lot that we need to share more on his continence of judgment. Like his voice was as the sound of many waters. 
Like out of his mouth proceeded a double edged sword. Like his face, like the sun. Oh my. All of that. That is how he will appear on that day. Where will you be? Will you be in the judgment? Or oh, you will be seated with him? Judging. If you will have to escape judgment, you have to get filled with the Holy Spirit now. Without that, you'll face him as your judge. I don't want to face him as judge. I want to face him now as my savior. He's coming so he's coming very so with joy. We welcome his return. Maybe more, it may be night and know we know he's coming. He's coming so He's coming very so Well done We welcome his returning It may be more It may be not I don't know Why, John, the glorious overflow, the soon when rest through supply, he shall reign, King of kings, Lord of lords, his God may serve, his we welcome his return. It may be more, it may be not, I know, but we know it's coming soon. Sons around the earth, open on the silent sky. So it's coming very soon. We're told we will come in straight Shall come 
to prepare paradise. He's coming so. Let him 
to meet him as your judge. You want to meet him as your savior. 